Yo, we live, Gabe. We are live. Oh, there you go. He already rapping. He, he ain't even get the introduction. Welcome to the Gambler Shack. Uh, I go by the name of Bobby Beats. And on the other side, uh, my man Gabe Myers, uh, representing the 2020, forget the spring, national champions, Sam Houston Bearcats, big victory over South Dakota State. Yep, I will be in Huntsville, Texas tomorrow. So to celebrate, I wish one day I never, I only went out, I went, there's like two bars in Huntsville. I went to each one once. Mm -hmm. And you're, again, I'm not really a bar club scene type of guy. I'm not really a party guy, but I wish I could have been at the Fox, which is one of the, one of the one, one of the clubs, which mm -hmm. I could have been at the Fox on the Sunday night when Sam Houston won the national title. They usually open on Sundays. They opened up that night for a national championship. I wish I could have been there just that night. And I was okay. talking to a friend about it the other day. Like, and he's kind of same as me, not really into that scene. But it would mm -hmm. cool to be there. So, but yeah, national champions. The shirt came in. I couldn't wear the Phoenix Sun shirt today because Chris Paul's shoulders all, uh, <laughs> all up. Uh, man, if that shoulder don't get right by tomorrow, which today is Wednesday, uh, mm -hmm. that shoulder don't get right by tomorrow, Thursday. I might as well throw my Suns to win the West ticket on fire. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, well, uh, yeah, they look lost without him uh, Monday. Wait, what? Yeah, that, yeah, Monday uh, evening. They, wait, what's that? It's Wednesday. Good. It's Wednesday, yeah. Tuesday evening, they looked pretty um, – Cameron Payne did play a great game, but – you needed Chris Paul in those last five minutes when the Phoenix Suns started to make that run, um, almost took over the game. But you needed Chris Paul in that situation to slow the pace down because Lakers were uh, – they they turned it up a notch and hit some clutch shots. Um, LeBron clutch three to really kind of put that nail in the coffin in that game. And uh, I mean, How about that fadeaway he had on the baseline? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was great. I think Bridges is the one defending him. That mm -hmm. was Cam. It was Cam Johnson. Johnson defending him. Great defense by Cam Johnson. LeBron. Hit, he just hit a really tough shot. Yeah. Um, and I, I tweeted this Twitter handle at g underscore myers thirty three. Um, I tweeted this after you know after the game. The difference was the uh, the Lakers had a closer and the Suns didn't because it was right. the Suns were up one with four and a half left. Mm -hmm. Um. And it kind of it went back and forth there. The Suns made a run in the fourth quarter, but those last four and a half minutes, they didn't have that dude. Yeah, they, they didn't. didn't have, they didn't have that guy. And the reason why, you know, because I said at the outset, I thought this was a really – this is a toss-up series. And mm. the reason why was – one, I thought the Suns were a good team. So people freaking out, oh, the Lakers are having trouble with the Suns. The Suns are a good basketball team. This is not an indictment on L.A. that Phoenix is pushing them. Yeah. The Suns are a good basketball team. But the Suns also they have Chris Paul, who mm -hmm. is great, who is one of the great closers. who's just had some horrible playoff luck in his career, and now the shoulder contusion is what they're calling it. I mean, you saw Game One; he couldn't even dribble with his right hand. Yeah. And yesterday, he really couldn't. He had a couple like short, like a floater, like short jumper. Um, but he could, you know, that mid range jumper, you know, step back off the pick and roll that he's so mm -hmm. known for, taking the big guy one on one and just. You know, you know, uh, just going right at him, lulling him to sleep before hitting the jumper. He doesn't have that right now with his shoulder. He can't, he can't shoot the ball like that. So much so where he didn't, and 
being the competitor that Chris Paul is, you know that he's banged up if he's not playing the last five minutes of a game. You know something's really wrong. I mean, I don't want to speculate. I'm just going to say my gut tells me this is more than a shoulder contusion. Yeah. If it's uh, And I've never had a shoulder contusion, so this is an injury I don't know. But if it's that, there's something else wrong that he just doesn't want out there. And the Suns don't want it out there either. Um, but there's something else wrong with Chris Paul. So that's uh, – yeah, if he's not right by tomorrow night, then you Lakers in five, maybe the Suns can get one more six. But I've, Lakers are going to win the series unless Chris Paul comes out healthy mm-hmm. uh, in one of these next two games. Yeah, it looks like a – I never had it either, but it looks like an injury that is pretty nagging and just it's 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 gonna take more than every other day to get it right, right? You get what I'm saying? Like it's gonna take maybe weeks yeah. to really get that thing. Now he did he did look better yesterday in a sense because remember game one he couldn't go right without losing the basketball. Mm-hmm. It was like man, it really ain't right. Now he was at least able to dribble and be functional with that right hand. But, again, he shoots with his right. He couldn't go and shoot with yeah. his right. Um, so he was more functional. So maybe it does get progr- progressively better. Uh, he said it was really sore was the main thing. So maybe some of that soreness goes away. Mm. Um, he didn't really take any big hard contact uh, yesterday. So mm. I don't, you know, other than the few times in the shooting motion, hopefully that didn't make it any worse. That did. There is some hope for the Suns. Yeah. But yeah, without Chris Paul, I mean, they're just not, they're just not going to beat the Lakers without mm-hmm. Chris Paul. Uh, that's just the, that's just the thing, man. They're just not going to beat the Lakers without Chris Paul. And before we get into our picks, because none of us have either of these going forward. I said the Clippers minus 450. That was way too big. <laughs> That was way too mm-hmm. big for the series price. Yeah. Uh, um, way too big. The Clippers tanked to play Luka Doncic in the Mavericks, and uh, that's not looking great right now. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not looking in their favor. Uh, Dallas is – they're not as talented as the Clippers, but they, they can execute and they could, they could hit the shots. They can um, – been great on the defensive side as well in this series so far. It's just yeah, that there's no answer for Luca, aka Baby Bird, as what Shannon Sharp calls him. Um, there's no answer for Luca on on that defensive side. I mean, you could put Pat Beverly, you could try to stick the the Hound Dog on him, or I mean, Reggie Jackson is barbecue chicken on him. So it, oh. it's it's it, you I know, mean, Reggie it's, Jackson's who we hit that game winner on last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they like Dallas has the Clippers number. They just have that number. And uh go down 2-0. Now you're heading into Dallas. Fans gonna be there. It it's it's no cardboard boxes like that. Like Texas is wide <laughs> open. So like it's it's gonna be rocking in there in, in, in Dallas. So I mean, if you're the Clippers, of course your duh answer is to pull out two, uh, you know, tied up. So go back to the LA, but if you go down 3 0, it's over. I mean, I almost make the case it's over right now just because, as good a defenders as Paul George and Kawhi are, all Luca's going to do is keep calling for screens until he gets one of them matchups or where he can yell at Pat Bev, you're too effing small. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love, by the way. I love it when I love it when dudes talk trash, especially to Patrick Beverly, who's kind of like the instigator of the NBA. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I like the swag. I like the swagger that Luca plays with. Um, mm-hmm. But no, it's just a. I, I couldn't. I didn't say I saw this coming. Like I just thought, four fifty was way too big of a series price. I thought the way the series went last year, Dallas obviously feels very comfortable going up against the Clippers. This year they would have Porzingis healthy. They didn't make some additions this offseason. Uh, Josh Richardson has played well in this series for Dallas, and they just have more capable big guys. Um, yeah, I think the uh, man. I think Dallas. You gotta look at them. Maybe going to the Western Conference Finals, and they beat the Lakers two out of three times this year yeah. in the regular season. That was with LeBron and AD healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, no one's got to an answer for Luka Doncic. Yeah. I mean, there's not a defender you can put on him. I mean, I don't think LeBron's really gonna want to chase him around for 45 minutes. And even if LeBron did, Lucas is going to keep calling for screens until someone not named LeBron or Anthony Davis is guarding him. And he's yeah. like, oh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, you're too effing small. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's what he, that's what he's going to do. So this is, I mean, Luka Doncic, I just don't, I don't know if Dallas's team is good enough to really be title threats. But mm-hmm. Luka is phenomenal. And every team's flawed this year. So if you're going to, do a March Madness style Kemba Walker run where one guy kind of carries you to the championship. This would be the year where something like that may be possible, at least in the Western Conference. In the East, everyone's all the good teams kind of have multiple, they got multiple dudes. So, with that being said, uh, we talked about last night. Let's get into our picks going forward. And we're going to start, we kind of start with a new season here with the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. We kind of reset here. Uh, and I want to add one thing to this reset, Rob. Okay. I think you'll be okay with this. And I think the viewers will as well, or listeners, however you consume this content. <laughs> um, the disagreement tracker. <laughs> All right. So uh, the disagreement tracker is something I want to introduce. And I say that because we start off on a disagreement today. Mm-hmm. So despite me wearing orange and blue for my Bearcats, I like the Hawks against the orange and blue Knicks plus mm. two points tonight. Uh, Rob, you're on the other side. Uh, you'll go first. Uh, I'll have, we'll have you go first on this. State your case. Knicks minus two. That's the side you're on tonight. Game two. Knicks at home at MSG. Spike Lee want them to win. They got to win. They got to pull out one. They got to, now, honestly speaking, the Knicks team, okay, on paper, and I was, um, you know, just came off my job with Wager Talk, and they were, that's a sports betting network uh, based out in Vegas. And they were saying, a good friend of it, Teddy Cover said, okay, on paper, look at what the number is giving you. Atlanta is the most talented team. Atlanta is talented than the New York Knicks. And I, I won't disagree with that. I think the, the Hawks are very talented than the New York Knicks. But the line doesn't move. Even the money, the money has come a long way on the Knicks. Like, I think it's like 92% of the money is on the Knicks. Right now, we're looking currently, oh, oh, okay, oh, never mind. 72% money is on the Knicks, and 70% is on the Hawks. So a lot of people are punching in their tickets and putting their money on the Atlanta Hawks. So this line is not going to move. But to my point of state my case, Julius Randle will calm down. RJ Bear will find his shot. And the more of them other supporting cast groups for the New York Knicks, that just needed to calm down. I mean, the first playoff game in eight years in New York, and, you know, everybody was just jitty. Spike Lee talking and you know hyping up them. He need to be on the coaching staff 
how he was talking to Julius Randle, uh, get the shot and everything. But um, it's gonna be this gonna be a competitive series. Honestly, I see this going seven. I think the Knicks get them tonight, man. Just calm down and play their game. Great defensive team. And if you have betted with the Knicks this year, they have covered 60% of their bets uh, for regular season. Uh, they will continue it in the playoffs. Yeah, so I'm on the other side of this. I like the Hawks plus two. A big <laughs> reason I like that – well, two reasons. One, in watching game one, I thought the Knicks in the, you know, in the second half, I thought they had that game one. They snatched defeat from the hands of victory. Mm-hmm. And in the playoffs, those are – in the regular season that happens, you got 81 more games, whatever. Yeah. In the playoffs, though, in the best of seven, you can only afford to lose three games. Mm-hmm. To lose a game you should win, I think that's just a gut punch yeah. for a team. For And so I think that's part of it for the Knicks. And what you said with the talent, I think the Hawks are just a much better team. Mm-hmm. And not only are they the more talented team, but they have by far the best player in Trey Young. I mean, I look at the New York Knicks, they're relying on – you know, and, you know, it's been a cool story this year, but they're relying on a washed-up Derrick Rose and on Alec Burks to go and create shots for him mm-hmm. late in the game. I just don't see that as a recipe for success versus Trey Young, one of the best young stars in the league, a uh, guy's averaging like 30 points a game this season, had a great uh, debut in the postseason, already becoming a little playoff villain. He's got to mm-hmm. learn, you know, if he's going to do the shush, put your uh, finger where your lips are, not where mm-hmm. your eyes is but we'll work on that Trey we'll work on that you're only like 21 we got some time here um but I think the Hawks like you said they are a more talented team and as far as the line I mean the Knicks they're gonna see a lot of action from the public because there's just a lot of Knicks fans out there we're a very popular brand it's like Mm -hmm. the New York Yankees or the Dallas Cowboys or Green Bay Packers Pittsburgh Steelers you're just gonna see a lot of money come in on them because the public you know people love the Knicks um, so I think that's what you're going to see. And also I just have a rule. So this is number three. This, this is just part of my rule. And Rob, you know me, like you know me personally. So you understand this about me. And this is not a rule for me. This is just life for me. Mm-hmm. Everyone zigs. I zag. <laughs> if everyone's on one side, I'm on the other. So I've seen so many people today. Lock bet, Knicks minus two. Lock, Knicks minus two. All of Knicks, sure thing, minus two. And I've seen – that's all I've seen today. And I haven't even really been looking for it because, you know, I w- I, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow, so I had to get some work done this morning. And I woke up early to work out. So I really haven't been online that much today. But it feels like every time I, like, open – I'll open my phone up or, uh, you know, I get on my computer. All I'm seeing is Knicks minus two, Knicks minus two. <laughs> I'm going Hawks plus two just on principle. And also I do, I do think they have the best player and they have the better roster. And I think the Knicks are a devastating loss, a game they should have won. Hard to come back from that less than 48 hours later. Give me the, uh, give me the Hawks plus two against the Knicks tonight. But I th- I do think the Knicks are capable of going to Atlanta and winning a game or two. So I do still think, even if the Hawks win tonight, I do still think this can be a competitive series. Mm-hmm. I think the Knicks are capable of going into Atlanta, but I think tonight's game will be a tough one for New York to win, just given the way they lost on Sunday uh, afternoon. All right. Good disagreement, Tracker. Keep that along, you Shackers. Uh, second game for me uh, for – Wednesday night, uh, Memphis Grizzlies, nine and a half uh, versus Utah. Uh, look, the line started off at seven and a half. The announcement came. Donovan Mitchell has been cleared by the doctors. So what did the people do? They start throwing money on Utah, and the line moved up 
to nine and a half. I'm tell you something. I don't care if Donovan Mitchell is is Michael Jordan. I don't care if he Kevin Durant in his uh Golden State days. I don't care. I still like Memphis, man. Look, Ja Morant is gonna lead this team. If Memphis, they're a fun team. I think too many points. That's too too many points on Utah. I mean, nine and a half. It might go to ten by the time tip off goes. That's just too many points for me. That's that's a little bit too much for me. I, I'll go safe route. I'll go safe route. And we're looking at the status right now. The money. Now, the money is uh, 87% jazz, of course. Uh, the public, you know, uh, a lot of tickets though on Memphis, though. A lot of tickets on Memphis. So they ride with me. You know, I appreciate y'all. But the backcourt with Moran and Brooks, uh, nice tandem backcourt by there. Uh, Memphis didn't shoot well. Utah didn't shoot well either. But Utah only lost by what? Couple points? First game? I think it was 117, 115, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, I mean, hey, if the Memphis Grizzlies could keep it close with the Utah Jazz, I'm rocking with them. I think they go up 2-0. Uh, whew, yeah, they go up 2-0. And I, I will I'll explain that bit later on on my part late, but I think they go up 2-0. Yeah, I don't know about them going up 2-0, but nine and a half is pretty rich. Uh if that's pretty rich for me. I I even with Donovan, I'll see Utah winning by double digits. Utah, like I said, they shot the ball horribly in game one. And I don't think Donovan Mitchell solves all the shot creating issues. Yeah. Um, I didn't put this bet down personally. I do have it in the parlay later on. But I'm I'm with you there on Memphis plus nine and a half. I don't know about to win the game, mm-hmm. but not. I mean, I don't nine and a half is pretty rich. Uh, even with Donovan Mitchell coming back, he's coming back. Remember they sat him down game one. Yeah, they did. Donovan Mitchell. I was talking about this with someone uh, today or, or yesterday, where we were talking about how in the NFL, if someone's coming off an injury, like a receiver has an ankle injury and he comes back. The coverage is, oh, how healthy, you know, how healthy is Julio Jones or, you know, mm-hmm. receiver, star receiver? Uh, how healthy is he? Can he cut off that foot? You know, wow, will they will he be on a snap count? All this stuff. But an NBA player comes back from injury. Oh, Donovan Mitchell back. He's just going to be the 26th game scorer that we always know when it's his first game in a month and a half. Um, are we sure that's going to be the case here? Like, yeah. he didn't, the, the Utah franchise didn't deem him – Medically cleared to play two days ago. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to believe he's going to come back and just be 100% right off the bat? Um, I'm not convinced of that. I do think Utah wins tonight. I don't think they'll fall behind 2-0. Uh, but I think it's going to be close. Nine and a half is just very rich. I'm, I'm with you. That's a good That's a good one, Rob. I'm with you and the people, apparently. Um, I'm with you there. Nine, nine and a half, Memphis. Um, my, my second one, we're going to tomorrow night, Thursday night. Uh, Portland and Denver, I like over 227 and a half. Um, Denver can't defend guards. Portland can't defend Jokic. Uh, that's, that, that's, uh, that, that's my reasoning here. I mean, Portland just can't play defense. I mean, Portland's terrible. I think they said there were 29 out of 30 teams of defensive rating this year. They're a horrible defensive team. Uh, I mean, Lillard had – what, 36 in the first half, and they were still down 10 at halftime because mm-hmm. oh, they, they can't defend anybody. Jovic has been eating them alive inside. I'll tell you, I really feel bad for the Nuggets. I think if Jamal Murray was healthy, this would be their chance to go win the NBA title with just everybody being as, being as vulnerable as they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I do like Portland in this series still just because of the guard play, Lillard and McCollum. But over 227 and a half here, I think the spread in this game is four. Uh, I don't know if I want th- – these games have been weird, games one and two. So, But I'm going to go over here. Just Like I said, Denver can't defend the backcourt. I mean, you got Austin Rivers and Campazzo back there trying to defend. <laughs> and Jokic, and I love Nikola Jokic. He ain't exactly a rim protector. Um, he's a, he's a lot now Port, uh, Denver might've found something with putting Aaron Gordon on Damian Lillard. Let's see if they stick to that going into game three, but Lillard's going to get his points. Mm-hmm. But given Denver fits over the years, uh, I like the over two twenty seven and a half. and a half. I think we're in for another high scoring game back in, uh, back in the Rose garden in Portland. I like that. I like that two teams who are not defensively fit. Yeah, on both ends. Uh, you know, they having one problem going this person. They having another person going this person. So I like that. And you know, Dame gonna get his. CJ gonna get his. Melo want his. You know, former team, first team. You know, he he gonna get his. So uh, that's gonna be an exciting game. Uh, and and shout out to Austin Rivers for hooping. You know, shout out shout out to him. Uh, I honestly forgot he was on Denver. I honestly <laughs> forgot. What's funny about Austin Rivers is he plays like he thinks he's the best player on the team. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got the he's got the dude who's probably gonna win MVP, and Austin Rivers out there playing like he's the guy. <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like right now. Like, like, he gets the ball and he freaking it's a black hole. Like he touches the ball, you ain't seeing it. That shot's going up. <laughs> yeah, um uh, uh Houston fans know that very well. Every time you pass it to him, he jacked up a three. But that was yeah, I mean but that was also just the Rockets. I mean that was the Dan, I was saying like that was the Dan Tony system. So <laughs> yeah, you you get the ball, shoot. Um Last game for me uh, on a Wednesday night uh, to kick it off, actually. Uh, Washington and Philly, first half over 117 and a half. It's, it's really like, do I trust anybody to play defense from both teams? No, I don't. I honestly don't. I don't. I, don't. I, I mean, I, I sure can't trust the Wizards to play no defense. Goodness gracious. <laughs> this series might be a little different going back to – Washington, but I doubt it. Um, MB, Tobias Harris. If Tobias Harris is locked in like he was the first game, he locked himself in like that, he going to be a problem. He an X factor. You know about MB, you know about Simmons, but Tobias Harris, he's really an X factor. You got He got to keep it going. Got to keep going. Keep getting them buckets on them. Other side, you know you're getting with, you know you're getting with the hardest working man and, and on the court. And Russell Westbrook and and the sweet shooter and Bradley Bill, but they just they don't play defense, man. And if they if this game gets out of hand, um, like you know, like we seen with the Bucks and Heat, it got out of hand at first half uh, on Tuesday night. It this could be the same thing. Oh, oh, we could even go deeper than that. Brooklyn and Boston, that game got out of hand very quickly. So we could see the same thing that happened with the Washington. And Philly series, uh, first half over 117 and a half. 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did not watch game one of this series, and I've said this before. Russell Westbrook makes my head hurt when I watch him play basketball. So I just don't uh, – I'm just not going to really watch him in the playoffs. But, like I said, the Wizards do not play defense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, at all. Now, Philly will Philly will play defense, you know, with Simmons, with Embiid, with – you know, Tobias gets in there defensively. Um, so we'll see, but I do, th- you know, Washington doesn't play defense and Russ and Beal, they're going to score some points. Mm. I mean, they are going to score. So you could be looking at like 70 to four to 52 at halftime, which would put you at a, that gets you your over. Um, that would, but that, you know, like I said, it could end up being a blowout. I mean, I was, Washington ain't, they're not that good of a team. Uh, even though people love Russell Westbrook, I can't stand him. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Last one, we'll go. I'm going back to Thursday night. Uh, Phoenix Lakers. I like over two ten and a half here. Um, I like a blowout in this game for the Lakers. Mm. Uh, I think the Lakers have yet to play a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know LeBron and AD really showed up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they really showed up, especially Anthony Davis, and he he was primed for a bounce back game after how poorly he played in Game One. Uh, I think the Suns, with Chris Paul being compromised, they're a little shaken right now. I think the Lakers are going to come out and they're going to. I think they're going to put their foot on the Suns' throat. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Lake. The, I think it's going to be the best we've seen the Lakers look since LeBron's injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so that's my prediction here, and I think with that, I think they're going to score. Um, I think they're going to score. I, I think they're going to score, and I think Devin Booker will score. The Suns will score enough to cover this over, but I think the Lakers are going to come out hot. Uh, that that's my prediction for this. Yeah, I think the Lakers is going to be the. This might be the best game we've seen them play. We, we see them play in the postseason. I think they're going to look really good tomorrow. I agree with you. There's going to be a lot of scoring because the fans are going to be in attendance. And Anthony Davis on the post game with Chris Haynes, he talked about Chris Haynes asked him, "Are you going to be ready? You know, for Game Three? He's like, y'all be ready, man. Those fans, man. And that's what Kobe talked to us about: them fans being in at Staples Center cheering us on. So I get to see that, see those fans because he didn't get the, you know, and David got traded. He didn't get to see the fans. No, he didn't. He did not get to see the fans last year. He had to do it in the bubble. He had that playoff game winner against Denver last year, and he did it yeah, so. in the bubble. So, yeah, yeah, I think I didn't really consider that as much. I know in on the West Coast they're a lot more strict as far as, letting, as far as letting people in. So I, I didn't really know about the fans. But I just think the Lakers are prime for a big game. I think getting that win, a hard-fought win with their two stars – just throughout the game, really stepping up. I think they're that team's gonna be feeling very confident now going back home. Yeah, so it's I, gonna be, yeah, I'm sorry about that. It's gonna be one game that hit the over. I still think this will be the lowest scoring series ever, but I think one game, particularly this game, because game three, they're at home, they got full of energy. I think this is the one game that hit the over. Yeah, so it's just a two ten and a half in today's NBA. That's just a low number, and yeah. I, like you said, it's not you're not gonna have you're not gonna have a series of all high scoring games. You're mm-hmm. not gonna have all low scoring games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of saw that with Clippers, Mavs, two teams who can really score. Game one in that series, it was like what 109, 102 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't even really get all that close yeah. to the over. And then you saw game two, they come back what they hit like two. They hit like two thirty something combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, 
even if you get two great defensive teams, there's going to be a game where they go off offensively. You get two great offensive teams, there's going to be a game where it's going to be lower score. And so, yeah, I think – and both Phoenix and L.A. are both pretty good defensively. I think the Lakers are going to, are primed to re- – I think they're going to play really, really well on uh, uh, on Thursday night. So, yeah, that, those are our three for the week. Now we're time to lock it in as I turn the key right there. Um <laughs> Man, well, this guy got my lock right last week. Like I said, I, I feel like I have a good feel for this Portland-Denver series. I almost went with it for my lock again, but I wanted to diversify my portfolio a bit. So with that being said, I'm going to Miami-Milwaukee. I'm going under 226 and a half here. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami needs to win this game. Mm-hmm. I'm down 2-0 and getting mollywopped in game, uh, to put it lightly. In game two, I mean, the Bucks thrashed him. I mean, of all the things I expected this postseason, Bryn Forbes scoring 16 points in the first 12 minutes of a playoff game was not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Bucks. I mean, they killed him in game two. This is going to be an ugly game. Miami is Miami's going to make this ugly. They're not going to let the Bucks get out and run. Uh, I don't really want to – because Milwaukee's look so good, and I'm very high on Milwaukee, so I didn't really want to pick against them because mm-hmm. I kind of feel Miami, this is just a game they got to win. And with their DNA, I think they will. I don't think they're going to get swept. Um, I just don't think they're going to get swept. But there's going to be an urgency with Miami. There is going to be a crowd in Miami, Florida. We know that. <laughs> there's, there's going to be a crowd in Miami. Uh, they gonna, you know, that white-hot crowd they got out there. They haven't been able to get out there in a few years, so they're going to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to be an ugly game. Or this is going to be a game played in the 90s. Uh, as long as it doesn't go to overtime like Memphis and Golden State did for me last week, because oh, mm-hmm. I would hit that under easily if Draymond Green could make a layup. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think this game's played in the nineties. I like under two twenty six and a half here. I just don't. I, my this is a game Miami's got to win, and they're going to pull out all the stops. They're going to make this ugly. They might put Haslam in there to go get a flagrant on somebody. I mean, there no stoners won't be left unturned. I like unders in uh I like unders in Miami for game three. Yeah, the money, uh, 80% coming in on the Bucks. The line opened up at one. So there, it, it looks like it's going to be a tight, close game, a, a low-scoring game, pretty much to put it in a, in a sense. Yeah, minus one. Minus one for Milwaukee. Yeah. And, I mean, the Bucks. I mean, game one, they couldn't hit a three to save their life. Nope. Uh, game two, they made everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? So they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna put 134 points up on the board again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's gonna be an ugly. This is gonna be an ugly game, Miami. Yeah. I, I'm counting on an ugly game in Game Three. Uh, for myself, I'll go Memphis versus Utah under 219. I just think it's gonna be a low scoring affair. I don't care. Like I said before, I don't care if Donovan Mitchell is portrayed to be Michael Jordan. Is he portrayed to be Kevin Durant in Golden State days when he was really unstoppable? I. I mean, I just don't see the effect how one guy can juice up, you know, like a stock, all these buyers, and it juices up. So all these tickets on the Jazz from seven and a half to nine and a half, I just don't get that. But um, Memphis is a good defensive team now. They're not. They're not sluggish or not. They they get at it. They get to it. Utah get to it as well. Um, like I said, first game, Memphis didn't shoot that well. Utah for sure didn't shoot that well, but they only lost by two points. So with that being said, I still think it's going to go down to the wire. It's going to be a close game between these two. Um, 
I, I still don't see the effect of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I, I just don't see it. But uh, I think it's going to go under 219. Look for a low scoring, 105-101 type scoring. <clears throat> Memphis. Yeah, I, Donovan is not – I think Donovan's great. But he's not a LeBron or a Luka or a James yeah. Harden who's a – just a jumbo shot creator, mm-hmm. like someone who's just he, like he get like he just he's a catalyst for the whole team. Mm-hmm. Donovan's the score, and it does make life easier on his teammates because a lot of focus does come on to him. Mm-hmm. He's not someone who's just going to go and create a bunch of shots for him, and that was Utah's big problem in Game One was the shot creation, which is why nine and a half feels rich to me. Um, and I think Utah. I mean, you talk about a game you got to win. This is one. This is one for Utah. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like I expected from Milwaukee, Miami. We're seeing a we're seeing a very ugly game, mm-hmm. and Memphis likes to run. Utah's got to figure out how to keep them off the fast break. True, yeah, they got to they got to cut the head off the snake with John Morant there. They got to figure out a way to keep him keep him in the half court. I mean, even in the half court, he's still really good. But if he gets out on a run like that, I mean, he's like you know. D Rose for the knee injuries or Russ back in OKC, you know, mm-hmm. those, those guys who just you would run the John Wall with the Wizards, you know, in his early days, you know, they get ahead of steam on the fast break. There's really not anything you can do about it. And that's kind of the guy John Moran is when he gets on the fast break. I think he's actually more skilled than all the guys I just named. But mm-hmm. he he's so he gets going in transition. There's really not anything you can do about it, especially when your best the best part of your defense is the rim protection and Rudy Gobert. On the fast break, that's not going to be there. So you're letting Jaw attack the rim free reign. That ain't going to work. Um, so that's what Utah's got to figure out. But I think this is going. They're going to figure out a way to make this ugly because uh, I think in a half court game they're going to feel very confident they can win, especially with Donovan back. Someone who can go and get their own shot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I touch on, nine and a half for me is the play in this game. Uh, just because Memphis plus nine and a half, that's just too big of a number for me. Uh, even with Donovan coming back. He's just coming off an injury. Um, so, yeah, lock it in. Milwaukee under 226.5 against Miami. Memphis, Utah under 219.5. Lock that one in this week, folks. Now we got no new future bets here. Rather than the Lakers to win the title, I got the Bucks to win the East and the Suns to win the West. Although I need Chris Paul to – I need to like some magic healing – Lotion put on Chris Paul's shoulder out there. If I want that Suns one to hit, I'm feeling good about Milwaukee through two games. I'm feeling good about uh, feeling good about my Bucks so far. So now we can just move straight into the parlay of the week. Um, man, we have we've had one ticket between the two of us so far. <laughs> also, this is the thing: casinos are built on parlays. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, oh, I'll put twenty dollars down. I'll try to win two thousand dollars. Like, you might as well just light twenty. Uh, you might as well just light twenty dollars on fire because you probably ain't going to win. Yeah, uh, the one in a thousand, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you see the post every so often. Someone bets a dollar to win like five hundred. There's there's ten thousand of those that don't hit for the one that yeah. does. Um, yeah. So it's but we're going we're both going straight NBA. Rob, this is a no UFC weekend. I'm a little sad. No uh, UFC this weekend. But I'm going to a wedding on Saturday, so I wouldn't be able to watch anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> Gay, you're supposed to be slow dancing with you. <laughs> well, I would uh, well that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be able to watch UFC anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll be yeah. at a wedding. I, I, I'm in the wedding. I'm there for my boy. I'm I'm picking out a 
wedding present I will talk about off the air with you because I'm not I'm sure it's like we'll put it on the air. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my my guy Wade, my dog Wade, he it was in December, so I didn't watch a Texans game, but that's a good thing though. Texans. Yeah, yeah. This year, this year was I was in a wedding during the Texans Chiefs playoff game. Oh, that's tough. So it was. So I was. We were watching it because like we had got there kind of early, so we're yeah. and we got there early, and like the wedding was running late because both mm-hmm. these people are just people that run late, the bride and the groom, <laughs> so we're running late. So we're watching. And we see the first two touchdowns, like, man, 14 nothing. And then, like, you know, the the groomsmen start walking in. And we'll get to the parlay after this. So groomsmen start walking in. So it's 14 nothing. And so I, we were watching it on my phone. So I put my phone away. I'm like, all right, we're going to be here at the wedding. And my mm-hmm. friend Isaac, dude's got an Apple Watch. So he, like, puts it in front of me, 21 nothing. Puts it in front of me again, 24 nothing. And then, like, the bride is about to walk out. So I'm like, Isaac, put it away. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah. We're gonna do this. So we put it away, and so the you know the ceremony. They go through the ceremony, and it's all you know. And it is English and in Spanish. It was a beautiful ceremony, and they both mm-hmm. said I do, and they walked. It was beautiful. Um, and then I got on my phone to check the score, and it wasn't halftime, and the Texans <laughs> were down twenty-eight to twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, okay, don't bad memory. Let's go to the parlay. That's a bad. So that, I'm happy. Yeah, it's good when you text when weddings are during Texans games. Goodness gracious! All right, parlay of the week. Uh, I go quickly. I go quick. Memphis plus three twenty five on the money line. Bet all your no. no. <laughs> well, I, 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 check. <laughs> I'm confident that Memphis can pull. If Memphis pull off a two zero, man, hey. Hey, respect Memphis as an eighth seed. That's all I'm saying. Uh, First fan, I know damn well to respect Memphis as an eighth seed. (laughs) They freaking tanked to go play us in 2011 because Manu was all banged up. So they said, yeah, instead of playing the the Lakers, who were the two seed that year, instead of going to play the Lakers fully healthy, we're going to play the Spurs without Manu Ginobili. (laughs) And they kicked our ass. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Memphis plus 325. Atlanta, New York, over 212 and a half. I just think it's going to be more scoring in this game uh, for Wednesday night. I think it's going to be more scoring in this game. Um, and, and that would be Atlanta's pace, actually, because Atlanta likes to play fast. New York yeah. likes to slow it down to play half quarter. But I think if – Atlanta's not a great defensive team either. So even if they true. are playing fast, New York can go and get their points. Yeah, they can. Um Wizards and Philly over again. I think it hit the over again, two twenty nine and a half. Both team, one team plays a one team plays solid defense. The other team doesn't play defense, but uh, <laughs> they both can score at will. Um, also, I'm gonna go Philly minus eight. Eight is rich, but against the Wizards team, eh, profit. Uh, Knicks minus dos. Knicks minus two. I think I. Do it for Spike Lee. <laughs> Last but not least, we talked about this, how it changed. It was one and a half uh, Milwaukee for Thursday night. Uh, now it's minus one. I'm saying ones across the board, predominantly. Uh, not predominantly. That's the wrong word. What's the word I'm looking for? Majority. Oh, minus one across the board. Give me the books. Give me the books. I think Giannis and them pull it off. And I agree with you. Miami might do all the stoppage they want. But 
Charles Barkley said it. This Milwaukee team is a better playoff. This is the best playoff team they've had in the playoffs. Yeah, it is. Quiet. You you talk about Drew Holiday. I mean, PJ Tucker. He's been there before. He he brings that 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 toughness. Them corner threes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He 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 balances those guys out. They don't give the ball to Giannis at the top of the key. Let him do the work. Giannis moves without the ball. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you know Milwaukee will cover minus one. Yeah, it's so I look at Movada right now as you were talking. It's still minus one and a half there. Wow. Uh, so, so that yeah, that's where I got the number. It's still minus one and a half there. Uh, so I have Miami plus one and a half in my in my money line. I will agree with you here uh, or in my parlay. I do agree with you that this is the best team Milwaukee has had. And I talked about with Drew Holiday. Uh, also PJ Tucker coming in, just a guy with mm-hmm. playoff experience. Middleton being their third best player now, he seems really comfortable. In that role, Giannis moving without the ball is scary. I mean, as good as he is on the ball, mm-hmm. at 6'11", as long as he is with his athleticism, you get him off the ball, you get him cut into the basket, get into the dunker spot, finishing around the rim. I mean, he's impossible. Also, I think underrated addition, Bobby Portis, because they haven't mm-hmm. had these last couple of years. I mean, they've had Brooke Lopez, who has been really good. He's kind mm-hmm. of a resurgence in Milwaukee. Um, but he's not a super athletic big guy. Mm-hmm. And Bobby Portis, an athletic big guy, really just a really good athlete. He can shoot a little bit. He can score. He's physical down low. Gives him more versatility defensively. Um, I like the I like the makeup of this Bucks roster. I think they're gonna give I think they're gonna give Brooklyn a hell of a lot of problems. Assuming they meet in the second round, mm-hmm. uh, I think they're gonna give Brooklyn a lot of problems as referenced by my futures bet. But we'll go to my parlay. So, like I said, I do have Miami plus one and a half there. I just think they gotta win. Um, I just think they got to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that. That's just my reasoning there. They, they have to. So I'm just going to go with the desperate team to win. Uh, Hawks money line plus one fifteen. Again, just the, I touched on it earlier. The Knicks just losing the way they did is going to be hard to come back from that. And the Hawks, not only more talented roster, but best player. It's one thing. Good. The Clippers, you got a more talented roster in Dallas, but Dallas got Luca. Who's just the best player, even though Kawhi is outstanding as well. Mm-hmm. Luca's, you know, Luca's just proven to be the best player. But when he got both, that's just hard. Uh, Memphis plus nine and a half. I'm not all the way with you there, Rob. On the, uh, I ain't there with you on the money line, but I'm with you on the nine and a half. I like that one. Uh, I like that one quite a bit. Uh, Lakers minus seven. Like I said, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a blowout in game three. I'm feeling a blow out there. Lakers, this is – I mean, one, I thought that was the best game they had played since LeBron's injury the other mm-hmm. last night. And I think, you know, going back home, their two best players playing really well. They're just going to be really confident. And the Suns, you know, it's going to be – their Suns are a wounded animal right now. And to round up the parlay, Clippers-Dallas over 220-and-a-half. Uh, the one thing that scares me about the, uh, that would about betting the over would be kind of what I'm saying with Miami, where it's like it's a must-win, so they're going to pull out all stops and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the Clippers have never, last year and this year, have never played with any kind of urgency. True. They have never played with any kind of urgency. And watching the game yesterday, their body language was horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm a big body language guy. And I've actually here where I am right now, I've like talked to some basketball players and I've told them about like, hey, like watch your body language. Like that's something that's big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah, I, I think I think it does matter, and the Clippers' body language was terrible. And I just never, I've never seen them play with any kind of urgency. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't see it from them. So I, I'm just going to bet they're not going to have it in game three, and Dallas going to continue shooting the lights out the ball, and Lucas is going to continue doing what he does. I don't think, like we said, they don't got to – or like you said, they don't have an answer for Luka Dosic. Yeah. They simply don't have an answer for Luka Dosic. And I think on the other end, I mean, the Mavs don't got an answer for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember texting my friend group last year saying, get someone besides Maxi Kleber uh, off on Kawhi Leonard. For some reason, the Mavs still put him on there, and Kawhi's still lighting him up for 35 a night. Luckily, the mm-hmm. Mavs are winning this year. Yeah. <laughs> but this uh, – yeah, like over 220 and a half there, paying out, not as rich as yours, only 27.55. Uh, I didn't have the Memphis upset, so I think that hurts a little bit. But going through it real quick, I like the Hawks on the money line, uh, plus 115 odds there. Miami plus one and a half. Memphis plus nine and a half. The Lakers minus seven. And the Clippers in Dallas over uh, 220 and a half. Um, so, Rob, round out yours real quick before we skedaddle on out of here. So, Memphis, money line plus 325. Hawks, Knicks over 212 and a half. Uh, Wizards, Philly over 229 and a half. I always remember that half now. Philly. Uh, Win the whole game minus eight. Knicks, Spike Lee, do it for Spike Lee minus two, and Milwaukee to round it off minus. We got some disagreements, gay minus one and a half. Are we? So I didn't even think about this before. Are we gonna count parlay disagreements as disagreements? Not really, because I I I wasn't thinking so either. If you wanted to, (laughs) I would have went with it. But I was thinking, I was thinking probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so okay, so just if we have it, obviously the locks and then picks as well, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, okay, that's good with me. No, I just so I think my head is kind of, there's one part of my brain telling me Milwaukee minus one and a half, but I've just seen it so many times. Team gets blown out, embarrassed, they come back the next game. And I talked about when we did this during the football season, mm-hmm. I remember betting San Francisco after they had gotten embarrassed. This was mm-hmm. actually, I think it was one of our first episodes. Um, and San Francisco had gotten embarrassed, and I bet them against the Rams the next week. And I said, look, they got embarrassed the week before. Mm-hmm. This is a good team. This was before a lot of their injuries. Like, this is mm-hmm. a good team with a good coach. They're going to come back. They're, there's a pride there. These are all alpha males. Uh, there's a pride that comes with that. They're going to figure out a way to win. They were playing the Rams that week, and the Rams are a pretty damn good team. And San Francisco ended up winning. Kind of how I feel here. I think Milwaukee is the better team, and I think they're a significantly better team. Mm-hmm. Um, but with my – there's one, they're going back home. There's going to be a crowd there. And there's just a pride with Miami. There's a culture with Miami. They're going to figure out – I just think they're going to figure out a way to snatch this win. I think they're going to – like 92-91 or something. They're going to figure out a way. <laughs> like they, this won't be – I think it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah. Uh, they might even – Hey, depending on how it's going, they might go to the hack of Giannis at some point. I wouldn't be surprised they start hacking Giannis. I, I wouldn't pass it. Uh, that was the gambling check. Uh, the title of this episode was, it's just one game in some instances. It's just two games. You never know what could happen. The series is still alive, depending on where you're looking at, depending on what you like. Uh, but you can follow me, Bobby Beats, and Twitter, uh, Robo Harris Jr., Follow my man Gabe, underscore G, underscore Myers at 33. One more thing before we get off. Just remember, Sam Houston State is the national champions, baby.
Congrats to the Sam Houston Bears. Yes, I, I might have like three more of these shirts by the time I leave Huntsville. Way <laughs> to win it for the last time in the Southland Conference next season. Well, next fall season, the coming fall season, they will be in the WAC, the Western Athletic Conference. Yeah, so they're doing some kind of combination of the WAC and like the A-Suns. Like we're playing Jacksonville State in our conference next year. Nice. So this one, because not because a lot of schools in the WAC, they don't do football. Yeah, they don't do football. Right. So, so we're, you know, they're doing like a combination conference for football. So mm. I'm very, I'm curious to see what this, uh, what uh what we look like coming next i'm very curious to see what come look like coming in next year but we'll have fbs college football at the same time as fcs college football yeah, that's my time right there that's why oh, man, man we got a what well, nfl football too i might venture down to college station for a&m versus alabama that's to be determined it's around the time of my birthday so i'm trying to pull some strings uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so y'all, we will we will post one free play from our picks on our Twitters. You know, what I'm saying just in case you missed the show, just in case you don't want to listen back. Remind to me to do that. Uh, I guess. <laughs> if if you see that I haven't done it, text me. Gotcha. If you see that I haven't done it, text me. Uh, because I I I'm gonna be I, and I I'll be I won't be too busy to not get on my phone and tweet something real quick. But I'll be pretty busy over the next. Until Monday. So (laughs) (laughs) we'll do that. And next time, y'all, good luck. Happy betting. Happy betting, everybody.